0: Welcome to the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Bowles. The Dallas-Fort Worth area continues to be an incredible area for real estate investment. People are constantly curious and confused about where to begin and what to do. The Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast is designed to help bring you clarity in an ever-changing market. Welcome to the Dallas Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Bowles, and I am so excited about my guest today, and my guest has a really important specialty. So Michelle Appling with Century 21 has a niche, and niches can be very beneficial in two ways, not only for the clients that they serve, but for the focus and expertise that they can gain focusing in on certain areas. So Michelle, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. And why don't you share with the audience what your niche is?
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me today, Alicia. I'm always very excited and passionate to talk about uh, this topic, which is serving our senior population. Uh, I've been in real estate a little over six years, but for nine years previous to real estate, I worked in the senior living arena. And what I really found was our seniors were not being served well from a real estate perspective. I could help them find a great place to live all day long, but if I didn't have a good realtor to help them actually get moved out of their home, it was a very overwhelming and stressful process. Yeah. Uh, you can only imagine, uh, it's been 22 years since I moved. And, and when I moved, last time I was 30, I had bought a bigger house with a pool to raise my family in. My husband and I were very excited about that. You know, we had he had gotten a promotion. We were making more money. All those exciting things. The family was growing. Yeah, and a a lot of times move up buyer, right? That's right. And and you know, when you get to a certain point in your life where maybe you need a little bit of help, you're not able to maintain the home anymore, um, and you need to take that step to independent living or assisted living. It's it's um, kind of uh, frightening. It's scary a little bit, right? You're worried that you're giving up your independence. And um, you know when you've been in a home 20, 30, 40 years, there's just a lot of stuff to deal with besides just the house. So um, the things that I deal with most of the time are helping people manage their things, estate sales, maybe using someone to do a buyout to just come pick it all up, Uh, getting the move prepared and ready, someone to manage that move and get them set up and comfortable in their new surroundings. Um, I run into a lot of uh, issues with the deed. Maybe oh. one spouse has passed away and nobody probated the will. So we need an affidavit of heirship or um, the children didn't know that mom took out a reverse mortgage and there's something that needs to be paid off. So we, we, I like to open title really, really early in those situations uh, because sometimes little surprises pop up and it's like I tell my clients, the only surprises I like are on my birthday. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we don't like surprises in the real estate transaction. I love that.
0: I'm going to embrace that. I agree yes. 100%.
1: <laughs> so I really try to work from a um, concierge type standpoint. We have a very concierge service. We come in and help them with every aspect of the move of, and of the sale. And, and now with the shifting market, Uh, The beauty contest is back, right? So people have more, more um, uh, houses to choose from. And maybe that mauve paint and the white carpet that I probably could have gotten by with nine months ago, we need to do something with that. So I have a fantastic business partner who has 20 years of staging and design experience. So we will come in and manage any of those types of things that need to be done. And we will actually, we have a cost advance program where we front the money for that. Because so many of our seniors, their their largest asset is their home. And again, they're a little nervous. Senior living is not cheap. (laughs) So they've paid a community fee. They've paid, um, you know, they're paying their monthly. So we'll just take all that off their plate. We advance any of that cost, whether it's their moving cost or some repairs during the, the uh, option period or whatever. We take care of all those things to make it a really smooth transition. Um, and then the other thing that I always ask my clients, and I think this is where the real estate industry as a whole is missing its mark when working with seniors, They don't understand everything that's out there to help them. And there's a benefit called VA aid and attendance. And and we could have a podcast just on that, quite frankly. But basically what that benefit says is if you are a veteran or the the, um, um, surviving spouse of a veteran, there's some money there to help you pay for care. But there's some financial stipulations. So... If we go ahead and make application for that and get that taken care of before we sell the house, that's great because they don't look at the house as an asset. But if I sell that house and dump all the cash in your checking account, I just made you ineligible for maybe five years because they have a 60-month look-back period. Mm -hmm. And a lot of agents out there working with seniors right now don't know that. The seniors don't know that. And they're really messing them up financially because that benefit can be used in any care community. There, there are other stipulations, which again, I know we don't have time to discuss right now, but there are a lot of nuances besides, I just really loved my grandma. So I want to work with seniors. That That is wonderful. And you definitely need to have a heart for them. I'm not, I'm not saying you don't. Yes. But there are some things you absolutely need to know in order to give the highest and best service to those clients. And it is so much more than just the house for them. There's, there's so many other things that they need help with. And it's just a really, um, it's an emotional kind of thing. You know, again, you're, may, maybe you have lived in this house for a really long time. You raised your children there. You, you and your spouse spent all your time there. Now your spouse has passed and you need more help. Um, and, and one thing I do see, Alicia, and, and you and I talked a little bit about this before the, the podcast is people will stay in their home too long. And now that home that is their largest asset that they are expecting to really pay for their care is not worth as much as they expected. Mm-hmm. So what I would say to our listeners, whether they're a senior themselves or maybe someone my age that has senior parents and they're, they're maybe the caregiver, is when your parent, well, first of all, if they're not safe at home, absolutely. It's time to go. Um, and, and you may not have the money for in-home care because that's very expensive for one-to-one care. But if they're no longer physically able or financially able to maintain the home, like there's a lot of deferred maintenance, a lot of things that need to be fixed. Maybe it really needs to be updated. Think mauve and blue of the 80s, maybe even those jewel tones of the late 90s, early 2000s. Right. Hey, you know, they're
0: coming back. I've seen and some I, come back. <laughs> Oh,
1: right. I should have left my walls Just wait
0: for it to come full circle and you won't have to remodel. Just hang on. (laughs) Exactly. Um,
1: You know, if if those things are not being taken care of, then it really is time to look at something else. Maybe you want to downsize to one of those amazing 55 plus communities where the HOA takes care of the outside maintenance. Maybe you don't need a lot of physical help yet. Maybe you're doing great with your meals and, and, you know, taking care of, of... yourself, you just don't want the maintenance of the big house and the big yard. That's always an option. I find that a lot of people downsize twice. They they get rid of the two story house and the large lot, get into something a lot more manageable. And then, you know, maybe down the road if if care is needed or whatever, they they move into, you know, a a different kind of um, senior lifestyle. But there are so many things out there and so many choices. And they're really great options. And I think people are just not educated about them. So I am, I am very passionate about educating my clients about all their options and connecting them with resources, whether it's, you know, a a Heckam, whether it's someone like yourself to help them with a reverse mortgage for a purchase of the new property or a uh, financial advisor to help them figure out, okay, is this money going (laughs) to, going to last? Um, That those are the kind of things that I do for my clients. It really is a very turnkey because it's just, it's so much more than the house.
0: No, I completely agree and I can align with you in that. And in fact, that really is the most magical thing about a niche. And and I don't look at niches as far as, you know, some people have this saying, right? Niches bring riches. And it's like, no, no, no. Niches bring expertise. They allow you to really serve someone in an expert way because you know what you're talking about. And you mentioned so many things today that people have no idea of. To them they just go in, they they win the listing agreement and Yes, they may understand that they're going to go through some extra stuff, right? Or they may understand that there's some emotion that's going to be attached to this house. And they may understand what kind of community that they, the person thinks they want to move to, right? right? But it's so much more than that because there are nuances when you're dealing with a population that really just needs to be held in the palm of your hands and, and guided through things that they don't know that they don't know right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, with our aging population, this is going to become more important and, and agents need to to educate themselves more. In fact, here at Century 21, Mike Bowman, um, we, are, we have built an entire senior living division. I'm the director of the senior okay. living division. And that's all we do is serve our seniors and partner with our community partners, whether it's independent living, assisted living, a senior move manager, a, a reverse mortgage specialist, um, attorneys, financial advisors. Um, even my plumbers and my electricians are highly vetted before I send them into my senior's home uh, to do something for them. Um, because, well, and I just, I believe we, we owe it to that generation. Um, mm-hmm. and they, they do need our help. And quite frankly, their kids need our help their, their yeah. kids look like me. Okay. I'm, I'm 52. <laughs> I have uh, uh, three kids and four grandkids and a husband and a job. And, and a lot of families now, their children don't even live in the same state. They've moved. Can you imagine trying to help a parent from five states away determine, okay, where are you going to move to? How do we organize all your stuff and have an estate sale and do all those things? so they really do need someone that can just say i've got this i can help you with that here's our plan here's what we're going to do to make sure that your mom and dad are somewhere safe and being well taken care of and they're and they're happy there they're not overwhelmed by all the other things that that home ownership really um you know can can bring about
0: yes absolutely and you actually answered one of my questions because my question was going to be where have you found the right resources to guide you in serving this population? And it sounds like within you guys built it out. You built it out with that desire to serve better and to serve more. And and you absolutely. And I brought. I've, I've
1: I have resources that I've been, you know, mining for seventeen years since I got into senior living. And a lot of the people that I work with are, are people that I've known way before my real estate career. But yes, I am always um, looking for, for new partners and new services for my clients. Um, and a lot of things that they call me about really has nothing to do with the house. And that is absolutely fine. Um, here at the, at the Mike Bowman Senior Living Division, we want to be that resource and, and we want them to feel comfortable and confident that we have, you know, those vetted, trusted resources that are going to do the right thing for them, um, and, and serve them well. i I really like the way you've, you've put that, you know, serving them well and, and with expertise. Yeah, um, it, It's one thing to have a passion for it, which is great. You need to, but you, you have to educate yourself. You have to be an expert and you have to know how to serve them well.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, for me personally, not that this is about me because it's truly not, but I, I feel like you do. And I can, I can sense the same thing in the fact that everything that we know and that we have and that we've been gifted knowledge-wise is there to benefit others. You know, you had skills and interactions prior to coming into real estate that equipped you to serve in this role better. And with that, it's not just an obligation, but it's an honor, right? It's an honor to be able to use those talents and connections and a responsibility, a responsibility to step up and give people what they deserve in you know, in that care and that guidance and that empowerment. I use a lot with clients. I want you to feel empowered and not overwhelmed, right? Like Mm -hmm. lean on me, trust me, but let's build why you should do that. And so I think you've been a great display of that today, why you guys are a fantastic resource and why that this is an important aspect here. Um, Now tell me what you see. So you mentioned a lot of neighborhoods. We're focused in on North Texas, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And for those people that might stumble across this, most likely children or grandchildren that might have an aging, you know, I talked with a client yesterday, and she was a 24-year-old young lady who has the opportunity to buy her great-grandmother's condo that her grandmother lived in for 20 years. And it was an honor to be able to help her see that she could potentially do this. It benefits her great-grandmother and her grandmother. It benefits her, right? And so we, t- we talked about that and, and the history. But for those people that are out there, right, those, those granddaughters, great granddaughters, the daughters, sons that are mm-hmm. helping their parents or grandparents, what kind of places are you seeing are the most popular right, ha- right now in neighborhoods, in, in opportunities, in great choices, not just sure. calling you and the Mike Bowman team, but as far as looking for where they might want to move on to as their next home
1: right and and that's a really loaded question because it it's going to have a lot to do with their level of care their budget um i i have an that that's a whole nother conversation with the family i have an entire discovery form and intake form that we discuss you know okay okay so tell me about mom or dad and why are we looking because there's usually a catalyst like uh, well, dad fell and broke his hip <laughs> and we've been in rehab and the social worker just told us that he can't go home, but they're going to discharge him in five days. It's the whole, <laughs> you, you know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here kind of thing. Right. And they're really, uh, it, it's, it's a, um, they're really in a time crunch to find that it's a crisis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I do find that most people when dealing with their parents, when moving into senior living communities, it's it's a crisis, and this is an event that has um, you know kind of got this this ball rolling. Uh, we're coming up on the holidays. Kids go home at Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they go, "Oh my gosh, Mom and Dad are not doing well." I talked to gonna them. say
0: they see right, yeah. they see how much they're things, things have and changed.
1: And and so you know they're seeing like spoiled food in the refrigerator mail piled up. They're not paying their bills on time. They're not taking their medications properly. Maybe it's Thanksgiving and mom says, oh, I'm just going to run to the store. I'll be right back. And mom gets lost. And she's gone to that store, you know, all the, you know, every day for 20 years and they're going, okay, what do we do? Yeah. Um. So that, that's when, you know, we sit down and, and talk about what they need and their budget and all those things. And, Do you want them to be close to you? I mean, maybe they have lived in the the Northeast Tarrant County area all their lives, but you live somewhere else and you're their main caregiver. Maybe we need to find a community there. Mm -hmm. So that's really quite a loaded question. As far as people that are just um, downsizing, like empty nesters, the 55 plus communities have gotten really popular because they provide... um, so much community and the social activities. And, you know, 20, 30 years ago, they were all focused around like golf course living, Yeah, but not so much anymore. They have all kinds of things and it really is. And what I'm finding is that those people form community there and they really are able to age in place because as maybe younger people, and when I mean younger, I mean people in their fifties or sixties move into that neighborhood with the 85 year old neighbor they, you know, they get to know one another and kind of check in on her and, mm-hmm. oh, she just had shoulder surgery and she's back. Let's take her a meal, Let, you know, especially yeah. if their kids don't don't live in town. So I am finding those 55 plus communities to be a really wonderful opportunity for people to stay independent and stay engaged. Um, and and it's, it's a big deal for people to like own their home. They they still have ownership. I will say there does come a time when it makes sense to liquidate and rent, especially when everything is paid for. It's very turnkey. You're not paying bills. You're not, it's, it's one bill for everything and you have meals and housekeeping and transportation and services there. Um, But it really is, there are a lot of commonalities, common threads that run through Um, you know, probably the over 2,500 people that I've helped Mm -hmm. in my career, but um, each each is different, you know, and I'm looking at, you know, what are your, what are your goals? You know, some of my people, they're like, well, we want to leave money for our kids. So we don't want to spend it all on our care. The kids are like, no, it's your money. We want you to spend it all. There are just so many things that I really like to sit down and have that conversation with the family and talk about, okay, what, so what, what is the catalyst that has you in front of me today saying mom and dad really can't stay at home? Right. What are you seeing? And, and what do mom and dad say? <laughs> because <Yes. laughs> guess what? If mom and dad are still able to make their own decisions, you can't force them out of their house. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Um,
1: very, very much I'm an all in. To talk with, with all the decision
0: makers. Yes. And so, that's one thing, you know, we briefly touched on heckums and heckums again, in the right circumstances for the right people are fantastic. But the same thing I tell everyone, I want to talk to the heirs. I want to talk to the people that would be receiving this house or taking care of this house for you before you make a decision like that. Right. Sure. The same thing for you. You bring them all together and and educate them and really there's two big takeaways correct me if i'm wrong but i would say going into the holidays you made a good point right i think that there's two things that i've really taken from this conversation that i hope our listeners do as well those of us that have aging parents and that we're going to be responsible for helping them figure out what's the next best step for them can focus one on what kind of changes do you see are you seeing changes that are showing you that perhaps there is a time coming Maybe it's a year off. Maybe it's five years off. Maybe it's just the fact that the lawn's not getting mowed more regularly or that they've asked you to hire someone to mow the lawn. Just those little things that can be really early indicators that possibly there's not another 20, 30 years that they can handle living on their own. Look out for those things so Mm -hmm. that number two, you can plan early so that you're not looking in crisis mode, that you're not looking last minute, but that you're going to have an action plan in place of when we get to this point, when we see these things, these are our context. These are the places that we've researched. These are the questions that we need to have answered. And we need to understand that this is potentially the pain point or the problem. So Absolutely. would that be? Yeah. yes. Get that now right on the head. Alicia, <laughs> I think. Um,
1: yes. And, and I wish that everybody would would, would think that way because, you know, we don't, we don't want to think about our parents getting older and needing care and, you know, all those things. Um, but it, it happens. It's, it's going to happen to all of us. And, you know, what I would say to the seniors themselves and, and even people my age, get your financial house in order, get your will Make sure you have all those things. Make sure you have a power of attorney so that if you are incapacitated, your children can take care of your business for you or whoever you designate. You know, I have clients all the time. I don't want my kids in my business. I don't want them knowing how much money I have. Okay. But somebody needs to know and somebody needs to be ready to step in and help you. Um, You know, and then, and then when you pass, let's make it easy for them to, to deal with everything that you've left behind. Um, I never realized until my father passed last year how much it takes to wrap up eighty-two years of life. You know, yeah, um, I imagine from the house to the bank accounts and the social security number and the credit cards and your Facebook account. Who has the authority to shut that down? His yeah. Facebook account got hacked. You know, my 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 daughter texted me and she goes, "Hey, mom." Um, You might want to find out who has pop's Facebook account because he just sent me a friend request and I'm pretty sure he's not friending me from heaven, you know, (laughs) know, you just, but we don't think about all those things. And, and so again, when working with seniors, it's so much more than the house. And I think it would be easier for the adult children and the seniors themselves, if they would start having some conversations around those things, Um, it, it would make it easy for everyone.
0: Yeah. I think it's a great idea and you're right. I tell my clients all the time when I talk to them, you are a fingerprint. Everything about you and your situation is a fingerprint and so are the families that you serve and you serve so well. So thank you for bringing this awareness and this education. It was, you know, it was fantastic and and I can't wait to help share in getting this word out because much like veterans and other types of communities, I truly believe that we need to serve them and we need to serve them well. And the more honed in expert you can be in whatever it is, is your focus. That's where the treasure is found, not only for you as well as for the clients and the people that you're serving. So absolutely. Now, I love to finish out every podcast with a little bit of a kind of a fast five, a little bit more about you, just kind of fun things. So they're just five questions, nice, quick answers, whatever comes to your mind, just to learn a little bit more about you. So If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go?
1: Right now, I've uh, been looking at uh, Italy. I really want to go go tour and spend some time over there.
0: Oh, that would be neat. Okay, so what is your favorite restaurant or food?
1: All of them. Um, (laughs) Oh, uh, probably. um, Well, I'm from Texas, so I really like a good barbecue. Okay.
0: Can't go wrong with a good barbecue. So, nope. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, sports or Broadway?
1: Oh, Broadway, definitely.
0: Okay. What's your favorite show then? I have a lot of them,
1: but uh, I always introduced my children to all the um, – uh, musicals when they were growing up. So uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers was a favorite at my house.
0: Oh, that's a good, that's a good one. Okay. And number one is always a selfish question for me. Well, number one, the last question uh, is always a selfish question for me. The number one best thing that a lender can do to serve you?
1: Uh, communication. I I don't think that you can over-communicate with your clients. And, you know, when I'm your client, because I've I've got the the buyer, even the seller is, you know, um, it's just paramount to me. I, I just, I don't, and I don't feel like I can over communicate with my, with my clients. And I think that, um, you know, I don't know everything about lending. That's why I have a lender. So just someone that's available to answer questions and really communicate is the biggest thing for
0: me. Yeah a partner in that expertise, right? Everybody staying in what their wheelhouse of what they are excellent at and stepping into serve well, communicate well, and, and take these people in as a concierge level service, as you said, you do. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was absolutely a pleasure. And, and I can't wait to share this all with you. Fantastic. One last thing before you go, thank you so much for listening today, but word does not spread on its own. If you liked today's episode, please give us a review, please share, look out for future episodes and tell someone who has not discovered us yet so we can spread the word. New episodes are available every week on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you prefer your podcasts come from.